Hello and welcome inside a new episode of How She Did It. Amanda Smith here as always. So happy to have you with me. If you haven't already before this episode is over and you leave, make sure you hit that subscribe button. That way you can always come back and hang. So this week's guest is a boss, literally. She is the CEO and founder of Just Women Sports, a multi-channel media brand dedicated to exactly what their name is, Just Women Sports. I am so excited for you to listen to this conversation. She's incredible. I had such a blast recording this episode. So here is Haley Rosen. Welcome into How She Did It. Amanda Smith here with Haley Rosen. Complete boss. I am so excited to have you on the show. Thanks for making time to join us. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, We're going to get into talking about how you are, like I said, a boss, CEO and founder of Just Women's Sports, which is what you do now. But first, I kind of want to backtrack into your life as an athlete and kind of where you first fell in love with sports. So what was that moment for you? You know, I don't know if it was a moment for me. I think that I was like a really active kid. My mom always says I was like hyperactive. She put me in everything. I mean, I played softball and I danced and I swam, like literally did everything. And I don't know if it was a moment, but I just always loved soccer. Like it just always resonated with me. I thought it was fun. I enjoyed the activity of it. Um, and I just got more and more like immersed in that world. Like I, you know, I lived in LA and the 99, you know, Rose Bowl and all of that. And I remember Mia Hamm and we got the Jersey and the national team used to train at the Home Depot Center, um, which is now called something else. But I just feel like I just kind of like was interested and it just kept growing and growing and growing. Um, And I was pretty obsessed by the time I was like 10. So by the time you were 10, you knew like these other sports, "Mm, not so much. I'm going to pursue soccer. I actually dance competitively until like sophomore year of high school, which is I think kind of unexpected for me, but (laughs) um, soccer. Yeah. I'd say like at 10, I was like, I'm obsessed. I want to play on the national team. I want to play in college. Like I want to do all the things. Well, I was reading an article you wrote. I wrote down the name of it because if you're listening to this podcast, you have to go read this. It was letting go of perfect where you kind of talked about. And I felt like when I was reading it, it just became so relatable, right? That we have this idea sometimes in our head of what our life is going to look like. And you talked about, you know, your love of soccer and wanting to play at a top school, which you did like Stanford. And then, you know, being an Olympian, a a world cup player doing Nike commercials. And that just wasn't the reality for you. And the part I think that stuck out to me was you said like, you felt like your life was like crumbling because it wasn't going how you planned. Do you think that there's anything you can reflect on now that you learned from that period of time that has made you kind of be able to take a step back sometimes and see things with a different perspective? A hundred percent. I think like, you know, the summary of that piece is like really kind of walking through a failed soccer career. And, you know, I talked about wanting to be on, you know, playing the Olympics and on the national team and like that didn't happen for me. And I was very, uh, I was like a top recruit. I went to a top college. I was very much on that path and I had injuries that kind of got in the way for me. And then I think ultimately, 
like I just got in my own way. I got super mental about it when things weren't going perfectly and I had to, you know, redshirt my freshman year or got injured again my sophomore year. Like I just crumbled and I let, you know, things that were really small, that were obstacles that you could get over and move on from really become big and make it feel like my goal, what I wanted to do was just getting further and further and further away. And I think like when I reflect back on that time, I think two biggest lessons for me is like one, like shit's going to go wrong. Like, I think that's just like, nothing's going to be perfect. Yeah. Like, you know, you're going to make mistakes. You're going to have setbacks and like setbacks are not death blows. And I think that's like something I didn't realize of like, you know, if I didn't have the perfect college career, then I wasn't going to have this. And it's like, of course, you're not going to have the perfect college career. Like, oh my God, get it together. And I think that's something I very much like have tried to bring into our business of like, we're going to launch shows that don't do well, or we're going to take bets that aren't right. But like, we're going to learn really quickly and we're going to adjust, but we're going to be okay when, you know, shit doesn't go right. Cause it's not yeah. going to go right. And I think the other thing too, for me is that maybe it was like the perfectionist part, but it always felt so big. Like it felt like the idea, I mean, and this is a big part of why I do what I do, but like the idea of playing professionally playing on the national team, like I literally didn't know anyone that did that. And I really like, you know, Mia Hamm was like a mystical creature. Like, you know what I mean? And she wasn't like someone that we had a lot of access to. And I feel like it just seemed so big and hard and so much of, you know, what people told me was you have to sacrifice everything. You have to work so hard, only X percent make it. And so much on hard, hard, hard. And I think that I started to like, not believe that I could do it or I can make it. And I think it's like what you believe matters so much. And so I think that's something that's, you know, we're working on solving with just women's sports of like, we want to, you know, see it, you can be it, you can believe it, all those things, but also like in the workplace, like I've, you know, really tried to like, bring in advisors or bring in people that have been there before, have seen these challenges or have, you know, quote unquote made it. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that's like been really helpful for me to like see it. And I'm like, okay, I see it. Like, it doesn't mean I'm going to make it or we're going to be a success, but it, I can see how it can happen and I can relate to it, re relate to it. And it just becomes a little bit more like real and makes you yeah. kind of think, yeah, I could do it too. You got to see it to be it. That's what I you think guys so. are doing. Yeah. yeah. I was <laughs> laughing when you said Mia Hamm was this like mystical creature to you because, you know, you wrote another article. <laughs> I did my homework. <laughs> Prepared. <laughs> Where you talked about, you know, from a very young age, kind of realizing that there was this limited access to women's sports and seeing her maybe once every like three, four years and not knowing what she was doing in the meantime you played a little bit professionally here uh, in the U.S. and abroad, and then you were working in tech. When did you decide like, okay, I'm sick of just waiting for someone to kind of like share these stories or we're going to do something? Pretty quick. <laughs> I, you know, when I was playing professionally, like I was a leaguer, like I, you know, bounced around different teams in you know, different countries. And the consistent theme was that people were interested in what we were doing. People were showing yeah. up to games and, you know, attendance was up, viewership was up. There's new brand sponsors. Like I was just seeing all this momentum. And then I retired, I was working in tech and I still cared a lot about soccer and women's sports. It was the world I had been in literally my whole life. And I had friends that were still playing and, you know, coaches I was close with. And I wanted to follow along as now a fan and supporter and I couldn't do it. And like, that was just crazy to me. And, 
that just felt like that was such a miss and that there was, you know, this opportunity and momentum that was just not being met. And so, I mean, yeah, I really like that job too. And I love those people and they helped me a lot today, but I just felt like it was time. Like it was go time. I feel like in these creative spaces, it's like you do take these risks kind of, right? And there's going to be, (laughs) totally like there, and there's going to be things that don't work out and you have to learn and go along with the process, but kind of how you were talking about earlier, things are not going to be perfect and you have to learn to roll with them. Is there anything from the, the beginning of the launch of just women sports that you're like, oh my goodness, we've, we've made so much progress already in, in what we know we want to do. Oh my God. Yeah. Like I would love to send you our first newsletter. Like I mean, we've always, <laughs> we've always taken the approach of like iterate and learn. And so like, we have definitely pushed some stuff that's questionable, <laughs> but like, really, you know, like, I think that we have a good sense of like, I'm like truly like a women's sports fan. And like, so is I'd say most of the team. So I feel like our gut check is like, do we want to see this? Is this like shit we'd like? Um, but like we get it wrong sometimes and like, you know what I mean? So like, I think there's a lot of that. And I can tell you too, like, uh, one thing that we did that was really bad was, uh, one of the first things I did was start an Instagram account and <laughs> just reposting women's sports highlights. Like this is kind of how the whole company got started. Cause I was, yeah, I was just reposting the account started growing and growing and growing. And then I learned what copyright was because <laughs> I was just ripping stuff. I didn't know we got the account deactivated. And so like we ended up getting it all sort of figured out, learned a hard lesson about copyright, but like, yeah, we've made a lot of mistakes. Oh, good old copyright. That thing, that, that thing, that, that thing that can get you in some, <laughs> some legal trouble. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, for someone who is maybe listening to this, that is like, oh, I'm going to go check out what Just Women's Sports is. Um, what is, in your words, the purpose <laughs> behind what you started? It's Just Women's Sports. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's a reword answer. That's it. Moving on. We're pretty literal over here. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think the whole idea for us is that, you know, like essentially, and this is like no hate, but like mainstream media, mainstream sports media, like they're men's sports platforms. Like if you go to the major networks, their description online says like, you know, MLB, NBA, NFL, like those are men's sports leagues and super like fine. They've built amazing businesses, but they, their whole business is around men's sports, right? It's the audience they've built wants to see these leagues that are men's sports leagues the brands that are working with them want to advertise against men's sports leagues the whole thing is set up for that world and so for us we just felt like there's an opportunity to go do that for women's sports you know just go build the same ecosystem and infrastructure for an audience that wants women's sports leagues and brands that want to sponsor to a you know women's sports audience like we can go build the same thing on the women's side and so for us like this is really about like, you know, it's 4% of sports coverage, but the numbers on the other side of viewership and attendance and participation, like are huge. And in a lot of cases they are comparable to the men's side. So we just felt like there was this huge untapped potential to cover women's sports and build this infrastructure in a way that would really support that whole environment. So that's really what we're trying to do. Well, and how do you expect anyone to be able to like watch anything and be invested in something 
if they can't see it. That's what we were talking about before. Like, yeah, you have to have that access. And so I just think what you guys have done is just so incredible in such a short period of time. So that's kind of my next question is how have you been able to grow your platform in what, like a year? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, that's yeah, crazy. We want- yeah, no. We're a little, we're over a year. We're over a year. We launched January, 2020. Um, but I think honestly, it just speaks to the opportunity around women's sports and the moment we're in right now. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like we, you know, so much, I think of starting a business is like, it is luck. And I think luck has been luck is timing. And you know, all the, you know, this summer, like the WNBA viewership went up NWSL viewership went up. We had this moment of being like, women's sports performs really well on TV. And like, we've been able to, you know, be a part of that. And so I think that our growth, like I give the team a ton of credit. Like we've been really thoughtful, intentional. We've been really trying to learn and iterate. And I think the version of just women's sports you're seeing is won't be the same version in a year from now. We're going to continue to grow and improve and hone in our content. But I also think there's this moment around women's sports and it's just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And we want to be a really key player in that. And it's like, it's really cool to like watch something like you're doing and be like, they're literally a part of the change that they want to see. It's like inspiring. That's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. That's so cool. Can we stop? Are we best friends now? I don't know. Maybe. I think yes. I think yes. <laughs> no, it's really inspiring. So I just, I was like, <laughs> I was so happy when you said yes, that you wanted to come on the show because it's just fun to like be able to have these conversations and be passionate about the same things that other people are and, and wanting to see that coverage and growth. You're so cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like, thank you so much. And I feel like that's like, this for me is like my dream gig. Like I get to like do sports and I get to like, I don't know, kind of like fuck shit up. It's cool. <laughs> yes. Um, isn't it kind of cool too, that like, I don't know, to look back on and you have this whole idea of like, what your life was going to look like just with soccer, Mm -hmm. but you've just been able to make this like impact and, and share even more stories through this new Avenue still around sports, just in a different way. You ever think about that? Totally. And I think that's like continues to like highlight why sport is so important. And we know, like, we know sports are important for like all kids, but like, that's especially true for girls in terms of like confidence and self-esteem and leadership abilities and everything. And like, I would not be doing what I'm doing or like in this space or crazy enough to go after this opportunity if I did not play soccer. And like, I just think I want to get more people playing sports that they love competing at a high level and just creating like an army of just badass women to go take over the world. (laughs) You love to say it. Yes, we love it. (laughs) I know you said you're a big Mia Hamm fan. So Is Mia Hamm in the closet or something behind you? <laughs> I brought her on the show. Wouldn't that just be like the coolest thing I, ever? Be. <laughs> Have you been able to do something with her on your platform yet? Not yet, but Ooh. to be to be continued. To be continued. <laughs> uh, we don't have Mia Hamm with us here today, but second best thing we've got some Mia Hamm quotes so it's oh like, man here we go and I'm her <laughs> I don't have the accolades to even <laughs> pretend to do this but I've got a few quotes from her um and so I'll read them to you and then 
if you can try to like relate them to a moment in your life or, or something that it reminds you of. Does that make sense? That makes sense. Let's do okay, it. This is our game this week. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. Failure happens all the time. What makes you better is how you react to it. I mean, I wish I would have heard that when I was playing <laughs> soccer still, <laughs> but I think that's so true. It's, you know, there's setbacks all the time and you just got to keep going. And I feel like we've talked about that with the business. Yeah. And I think that just comes with like, I don't know, maybe like growing up too. And like being able to see things from like that other perspective of like, this isn't the end of the world. So I love that one. Okay. Next. My coach said, I love this one. You know, I always like repost this. My coach said I ran like a girl. I said, if he ran a little faster, he could too. I mean, that is like just from the sports for us in a nutshell of like, you know, sometimes people like there seems to be sort of two approaches in the space of like, there's some shirts that are like female athletes and like the females crossed out. And then there's some people like, that's not our approach. Like our approach is like, hell yeah, women's sports. You know what I mean? We call it men's sports and women's sports. We're saying we love women's sports. And so like, I love that quote. Cause that's like, that's our whole thing, right? Like women's sports. It's, it's dope. It's awesome. It's badass. If you want to be a part of it, come be a part of it. If you want to run fast, you could run like these women. I love that. And I don't know if you're listening, I'm going to go by, you've got some cute merch on your website. Thank so. you very much. Yeah. I've got, I've got a couple things in my car. <laughs> we can send you stuff. Just give me your address. We Haley, you don't stuff. do things like that because I will be like, are you serious? Do it. Take me up on it. <laughs> no, I want to, I want to pay. I want to pay you guys. <laughs> okay. Next. Uh, celebrate what you've accomplished, but raise the bar a little higher each time you succeed. She's so smart. These are great. <laughs> I know. I was reading these. I'm like reflecting on my own like life. I'm like, God, sometimes you just need a good quote to like. I know. These are all so good. I mean, I just feel like this one is so good too. Cause it's like, I feel like with people that are so driven, it's like, you're like, okay, t- like did it, take the box next thing. And it's like, just celebrate the wins. Yeah. Do you have anything you're like really proud of that you've accomplished and then you like have more goals in that same realm that you're working towards? I mean, yeah, I feel like you're probably the same. I feel like people listening are definitely the same. Like, I just feel like it's so easy to like grind and hustle and work and then you hit it and they're like, okay, what's next? Like, and I think that's actually something like we actually are trying to do as like a company culture of like really calling out wins like big or small and just celebrating them because it's like hell yeah like we did that and like big or small like you should feel good about that and build the confidence and like be excited and like feel that win doesn't mean you can rest on that but you should we should celebrate and I think in the past too like there's been these moments where you know you like look back at an old notebook or something of like goals you wanted to accomplish or like things you wanted to do And I remember like not too long ago, I was like looking at this list I wrote a few years back and I'm like, in moments now, it still feels like, okay, it's this ladder and we're always climbing and we're always trying to do the next thing. But I'm like, I did a lot of the things I wrote down three years ago that I never even imagined were like within reach. That's amazing. Um, But you kind of like forget them, right? Like you kind of forget that it was once ever just like something in your head. And then you do it and you're like, okay, I have to keep going and I have to keep moving. But it's like, those little wins are just so, so like, 
I don't know, nice to like remember, I guess. Yeah. I think it's great. You write it down. I love that idea because then you can look back and be like, go me, go me, go. Right. I'm like, I did that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Last one for our Mia Hamm inspired game. I'm like sad that she was not here. (laughs) Next time. Next time. Next time. True champions aren't always the ones that win, but those with the most guts. Oof, another good one. I love that. This is like, go for it. Go for it. You went for it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're going for it with this podcast. Like, go for it. Take your swing. Shoot your shot. Shoot or shoot. I always say this is the the end product, right? But I've been doing this for like over two years. And it's funny because it started as like a YouTube show and it's evolved to all these different things. And like we were talking about, I'm like, look back, I'm like, oh my gosh, if I could have known then. Yeah. <laughs> but I know now, but I think like when you're passionate about something, like you are about growing your company, it's like, you don't just stop because it's not working to what you feel like the best of its ability is. Like you keep pushing and growing that thing. So just women's sports, I'm obsessed with. <laughs> well thank you <laughs> we had some fun fan questions for you really yeah why are you surprised <laughs> I don't know I don't know I'm just so I funny. am <laughs> you're so funny yes we had some good fan questions um so let's get to those before we run out of time because you're a CEO you've got <laughs> to do today okay so first up is Taylor and they would like to know what's your most special sports memory? Mm. Okay, everyone thinks I'm really weird, but whenever I get asked this, like I always think about running doggies at Stanford. <laughs> doggies are horrible. They're like this, like they're just a horrible fitness thing that we used to do, and it was so hard. But that was like for me, that's like peak sports because we would like come together, people would be like, we all had to pass. And so like, you would see people literally like pushing other people over the line and like grabbing people. So like you would get it in like <laughs> under 34 seconds. And like, that to me is like peak, just like in the trenches with oh your God. teammates, like no better feeling than like being done, like getting in the shower and just be like, Oh my God, we did that. We did it. We all did it. Like, I think it's probably weird that that's like my favorite, but like, I always love the process of it, you know? And I love yeah. being on a team. And I feel like that to me was like, peak team and I wish I was that fit so (laughs) I love that and I feel like it's kind of a good lead into our next question which we were talking a little bit about earlier um but this is a little more specific so Cole says what is something sports have taught you I mean I feel like that's been our whole conversation (laughs) I feel like I grew up in sports and like I, I, I keep thinking that the biggest thing, hmm, I was going to say the biggest thing is the setbacks, but I think, um, oh my God, this is like a really hard question. <laughs> there's so many things. Cause there's like the fuzzier stuff of like, I mean, like teaches you how to work. Right. And like put your heart and soul into something and push yourself and like what that means and like what it means to like put your whole being behind a goal. Um, that's probably, yeah, that's probably my biggest one. I'm just like, 
I don't know how to like throw yourself in with full intention. I love that. (laughs) And just do it and go for it. That's like kind of what our whole conversation has been is you just like have gone for it and it's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm, (laughs) I don't know if it was like the smartest decision, but I definitely just jumped in head first and we've been, (laughs) here we go. Here we are. But like, I know you guys can't see her, but like, you just look so happy. Right. So you're like doing something like you can, I can just tell like you're doing something that you love and like, you're just so happy. So it's like, yeah, you took a big risk, but it's like, it makes you, I don't know, feel good. Well, I appreciate you saying that. And I think that for me, like, I can tell you like playing soccer for all the ups and all the downs and all the setbacks. And there was negativity, like you were living, you know what I mean? Like you put your heart and soul into it. You put your body on the line. Like you are living. And I feel like I feel that again with just women's sports, because like my heart and soul, the team's heart and soul, like we are putting every single bit of ourselves into this company and into this mission and like good, bad, ugly, like we are living, you know? Yeah. Together. Together. Totally. Together. Okay. Last question um, is from <laughs> Haley. I was like, we have to so many Haley's always. So many Haley's. Uh, and they would like to know what is something you would go back and tell your younger self? I love this question. Honestly, it's like, just let it go. Like it's, you know, it's not going to be perfect. And I wish like, there's so many times I can like look back at myself, like in high school or early college days. And it's just like, just let it go. Like it's stuff is going to go wrong. Like control what you can control and like actually internalize what that means. And like, just move forward. Um, before we were talking about the genius that is Mia Hamm um, and how she was like, celebrate the wins, even while you're working toward new goals. At the end of every episode of the show, I ask this same question because it's important to reflect on doing just that. Uh, so what is something you are proud of yourself for? I am proud of myself for going for it. and learning some of the lessons in soccer and shaking off mistakes and that's easier said than done but trying to trying to apply that lesson but I love that because I think that like most of us were trying right and (laughs) (laughs) on like social media it's really easy to just see like that highlight part of like oh we're doing this and these things and like this is all going well but it's like the behind the scenes of well that's not the reality of anything it's not all just going to be you know as they say, blue skies and rainbows, like there is some shit that happens. Um, and so you, I just think like, you're so incredible. And I'm such a fan of what you guys at just women's sports are doing and your mission. And I cannot wait to see all of the badass things you guys continue to do. Um, you are so nice. You've made me feel so flattered and like, this was so fun. So like, thank you for having me. Wait, stop. I told you we're like BFS now. So you got to spread I think so. <laughs> That's what your friends do. They hype you up. And that is what we do on How She Did It. (laughs) (laughs) No, I love it. Thank you so much for having me. This was so fun. Yay. Thanks, Haley. And thank you guys for listening. And so for Haley Rosen, I'm Amanda Smith. And we'll catch you next time on How She Did It. 